0: 21st Precinct, Sergeant Waters. You smell, you smell what? Gas? Yeah? Where is
1: this? B-70 what?
0: On what floor? You are in the muster room at the 21st Precinct, the nerve center. A call is coming through. You will follow the action taken pursuant to that call from this minute until the final report is written in the 124 room at the 21st Precinct. You'll have assistance right away. Yes, sir. Right away. No, just stay where you are. The officers will be right there.
2: 21st Precinct. It's just lines on a map of the city of New York. Most of the 173,000 people wedged into the nine-tenths of a square mile between Fifth Avenue and the East River wouldn't know if you asked them that they lived or worked in the 21st. Whether they know it or not, the security of their homes, their persons, and their property is the job of the men of the 21st Precinct. The 21st. 160 patrolmen, 11 sergeants,
0: and four lieutenants, of whom I'm the boss. My name is Cronin, Vincent P. Cronin. I am captain in command of the 21st Precinct. I was doing day duty, 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Immediately after I turned out the platoon, I went down to the 6th Division office at the 17th Precinct, 163 East 51st Street where Inspector McBride had called a conference of all precinct commanders in the division in connection with the enforcement of certain new regulations of the State Liquor Authority. After the conference, I got into sector car number two, patrolman Daniel Mercado, operator, and we started back uptown toward the station house where the paperwork had piled up because of my days off. When we got within the boundaries of the precinct, I instructed Mercado to go uptown on First Avenue so that I could check on some complaints that... Some new construction was unduly blocking tracks and i had a lot of trick questions captain you know that could be answered logically either way on made true and false especially like um an automobile accident occurring in a public garage and resulting in personal injury shall be recorded as a vehicular accident impersonated so why'd you put down for that i put down false because it didn't happen on the street only if it happens on the street between building lines is it Recorded as a vehicular accident. Otherwise, it's a uh, straight 80 case. That's right. How do you think you made out, I don't? Well, pretty good, I think, Captain. I can tell you more when the answers come out. I'm sure glad it's over, though. All that studying's rough. Yeah, yeah, it takes a lot of studying. That's the biggest jump, Patrol the sergeant. There's lots of competition. I don't I know it. Do you know how many wrote the examinations? Over 7,000. There's going to be some lives, Yeah. Yeah, well, I'll have to make a lot of sergeants with all those men coming into the job. Justin, yes, if I'm in the first three or four hundred, I figure I ought to get made within a couple of years. My wife was helping me with the studying. She knows the rules and the manual as well as I do. She can recite articles, section, and paragraph. Yes. Mine the same way. I told her she ought to write the examination. <laughs> five, percent, five, percent, five, percent, five percent, 7, focus, call. This is gonna be six, close, seven, 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 Captain. Two. Yeah. What would he say? A yeah. gas case? Yes, it. Yeah. Okay, Ricardo. Yeah. Let's make the run. Yes, it. Yeah. Ricardo turned east on the next street to avoid traffic and went up York Avenue 76. When we pulled into the block, I could see sector car number one was on the job, so was the target. There was no sign yet of either the ambulance or the ESD car. 618 was a five-story tenement building. A few passerbys and neighbors were beginning to gather around the sidewalk, by the cold wind. There's the Pull in the car. Don't get Let's go. Right where you, Captain. That's either R.S.C. Uh, or the ambulance coming now. Yeah, keep the sidewalk clean, Mikado. Keep them off the stoop. Yes, sir. All right, folks. Let's get through here. Okay. You, come on. Let's get back off the stoop. Uh, Mikado. Yes, sir. Uh, keep the people away from those doorbells. OK, Captain. Now, look, I told you to get off. Waters. Who is it? Captain Cronin. Second floor, Captain. All right. Holy! This is the police. What is it, Sergeant? It's me, Captain. We haven't been able to locate it. You can smell it. <laughs> yes, sir. Open up in there. Well, I guess nobody's home here, Captain. We've been hitting every door. <laughs> I sent a man up to the third and those the fifth floor They're calling everybody out. Uh, I don't think it's on this floor. Holly! Yes, get it located? There. He's on the fourth floor, Captain. Yeah. The whole hall smells of gas. There's no telling where it comes from. Who put in the call? Stupid. The no smelled gas in the hall, and she rang in. How about the main feed line? I sent a man into the basement with the super to turn the valve. Good. Come on, folks, move. All right. Don't stand there and talk about it. Out on the street. Now, you... oh, get on the sidewalk. Yeah, on one... You folks open your windows on your doors. On out of the building. Come on, Sergeant. Yes, sir. Anybody covering the third floor yet? No. I told these people to clear out. It's not them. Yeah, let's try that one. It smells pretty strong. Yeah. Wait, officers. Open up in there. Police officers, open up. This could be it, Captain. Open up. Callie. Come on, down here. Okay. This is it, I'm sure. And what do you want to do, Captain? Put the door in? Huh? Yeah. Yeah, all right, let's go, huh? Together? Huh? Eight. All right, again. Now. Is this it, Sergeant? We think so, yeah. Let me see if I can kick it in. All right, go ahead. Eight. All right, again. Eight. All right, once again. You're in all right. Keep low on the floor. Cully, hit that window. I'll get this one. Yes, sir. That's it on the floor. Sergeant, let's go. I got the wall. Good. How's the other window? Stock, Captain. There it is. She looks pretty bad, Captain. Yeah. Every burner was turned on in the oven. I wonder how long she's been out. Cully, get the hall clear. Yes, sir. Looks like she's really gone. Yeah, open them up. Get her tongue out of the way. Yeah. That's it. I'm gonna watch it now. I'm gonna loosen the neck band. On her stomach, huh? Let's go. Okay. All right, Roll it over that way. Now turn ahead. How's it? Good. The gas is clearing out, all right. Yeah. Now get her around there. Got some artificial respiration until the inhalator gets here. Yes. Okay? Go ahead, huh? That's the yes say, get out of space. Tell them we need the inhalator.
3: Okay, Captain.
0: Long. Yeah, yeah, keep it up. Let's we'll see if I can get a pulse. Yes. Anything? Mm-hmm. Can't find anything. I don't think it could have been out too long. No, it might have been just long enough. Watch it there. Keep her head clear. Okay. It's getting kind of cold in here, Captain. My legs ought to be covered at least. How about my coat? Now you keep working. I'll no use mine. I'm not getting anything. You keep it up. All right, you ready? Here you go. Now watch it. Go ahead. All right. That'll warm her up. Yeah. There you go in there. Emergency score, up. All right, bring it on. All right, come on, come on with it. Keep it up, Sergeant. We're gonna get hooked up. Doesn't seem to have been out too long. It's warm, but couldn't find a pulse. Okay. All set. Let's get in there, Sergeant. Okay. Come on ahead. Wrap the mask on. Keep it up, Sergeant. Yeah. Okay, let's have some oxygen, huh? Good? Good. Good. Hold it. Captain. All right. Coming. Hold the mask here in a minute, will you? Yes, Cully. This is the super of the building. Captain Cronin, Mrs. O'Marrow. how do you you know? Mr.
3: Is she going to be all right? Okay. You're going to have to. No. Me. Can't tell. Okay. Yeah, what's your name? Campton. Louise no. Uh,
0: Mrs. O'Marrow. Uh, look, we, uh, we better step inside here. Make hmm? right. a little richer, will you? Sergeant. Oh, yes, Captain. Oh, he's a sweet thing thing. guess. It's clear I'd better shut the windows. To it's too cold like in here. To do to her. Okay, Captain. Right
3: away. Matt. How old could she be? 20, 21, and pretty with
0: a picture. What? i sure I don't know. She live here alone?
3: With her husband.
0: Oh? why, he? At work? Well, I don't
3: know if he works. Did
0: you, uh, you see him this morning?
3: No, I didn't see
0: him. Mm-hmm. What's his name?
3: Mr. Campton.
0: Yeah, uh, his first name. Oh, uh bill williams Yes. Yeah. anybody see her around this boy
3: i didn't i don't know about anybody else well what happened how'd you find out about this well i was in my apartment downstairs in the basement i was down there and one of the tenants mrs thompson she came down and knocked on the door she said mrs armer you better come upstairs there's something the matter i smell gas in the hall so i came upstairs and i smelled the gas too but i couldn't find it i didn't know where it was coming from I looked on the third floor, I looked on the second floor, I looked on the first floor. It's not like it could have been coming from any place. It was all over. So I I figured the best thing to do was to get the police over here. Let them handle it. Yeah,
0: that was the best thing to do. Let So I
3: went back downstairs in my apartment and I called.
0: You don't know where the husband works, Mr. Merrill, where he can be located now?
3: No, I I don't know. How should I know? All I know is he pays the rent. That's that's all. Does she have any other family? Well, I, I never saw nobody.
0: How long have they lived here?
3: Oh, three, four months, that's all. In the fall, they moved in. September, October. I could check for you.
0: I could check on it. I've got my rent receipt book downstairs. No, no, it'll be all right. Captain, you want to look at this? Huh? There was a note on the sideboard over there. Oh, yeah, yeah I Sure eliminates any possibility of an accident. Yeah. Yeah, sure wasn't much possibility of an accident. Not with all four burners and the oven or nothing. I guess it wasn't. All right. David for the detective, hmm? Yes, sir.
3: Oh, a pretty young thing like that. How could she do it? How could she do it to herself? There must be something wrong with her in the head. I always figured it was something like that. She don't talk to nobody. She just goes in and out and doesn't even say hello, honey. Mm-hmm. Never talks to anybody. Oh, uh, yes. We're getting
0: some response. No, excuse Yes, do it. going to be all right? Breathing naturally. I got some pulse. Oh, well, that's good. I don't know how good it is. Both the of breathing and the pulse are pretty weak. Aren't you going to keep up the oxygen? Yes, yeah, sir. I, uh, I want to change the mixture. Oh. That's the ambulance. I hope there's a surgeon aboard. A shot of stimulant wouldn't hurt. She's not conscious, is she? No, sir, not yet, but she's liable to come around any minute. Good work. We For just some time, I think. She's lucky. Yeah? Yeah, but I don't know whether she'll think so.
2: You are listening to 21st Precinct, a factual account of the way police work in the world's largest city. If you're enjoying the holidays during this between Christmas and New Year's week, don't be careless when you're driving. Roads may be slippery, the days are shortest and the nights longest at this time of year. Death takes no holiday when he comes upon the careless driver. This has been a public service message from CBS Radio. Now back to 21st Precinct and Captain Cronin.
0: The ambulance fortunately did have a doctor aboard. As the emergency service patrolman continued to administer oxygen to the gas victim, Mrs. Louise Campton, the surgeon made a preliminary examination. Under his supervision, the inhalator treatment was continued for another 40 minutes before it was felt she was strong enough to be moved to Beth David, the nearest hospital. Meanwhile, detectives and Goldman of the 21st Squad arrived to take charge of the investigation. I returned to the station house where I completed my paperwork. Then I signed the blotter and left for my meal, after which I went on patrol of the precinct. When I returned, it was nearly 3 p.m., I walked into the muster room where Lieutenant Garman was desk officer, and Sergeant Waters was now on telephone switchboard duty. Captain. Uh, just as soon as I signed the blood Sergeant. Yes, sir. 21st Precinct, Sergeant Waters. What is it you want to know? Yeah, they have examinations for police department candidates all the time. Well, sure, there'll be lots of jobs. They're supposed to increase the authorized force by 5,000 a year. Well, I'll tell you. Why don't you call the Department of Personnel? That's Court on oh. Eight 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 oh. Or better yet, why don't you go down there? Well, that's two ninety nine Broadway, Duane Street. Broadway and Duane. Okay. all mention. Ah, uh, yes, Sergeant. Uh that woman over there is waiting to see you, Captain. Yeah? Who is she? Uh, she's the mother of the one that took gas this morning, Mrs. Campton. Ah. Uh, how's she doing, did you she? She'll recover all right. Lieutenant Corman just talked to the hospital again a little while ago. she will be okay. Oh, good. All right, I'll be in my office. Uh, yes, sir. You want to see me, ma'am?
3: Are you the captain here? That's right, I'm Captain Corman. Well, maybe you can give me a little satisfaction. I hope so.
0: What's the trouble? What's your name?
3: Mrs. Binnon, Mrs. Edna Binnon.
0: Are you the mother of Mrs. Captain? Yes, that's right. Mm-hmm. What's the trouble, Mrs. Binnon?
3: I want to register a complaint about the way I've been treated. Here? Upstairs by the detectives. or they call themselves detectives. They're making a report that my daughter attempted suicide. It was murder. Attempted murder, at least. That's what it was. Uh, no, I, I was there, Mrs. Brennan. I don't care what you were. You don't know the circumstances?
0: Maybe you'd better come into my
3: office. Oh, I'd be glad to. And I hope you're more considerate than that lieutenant upstairs. May go right ahead? Thank you. I remember his name, Lieutenant King, Lieutenant Matt King. I'm going to write a letter to the police or whoever it is. That's what I'm
0: going to do. Yeah, well, I'm supposing you sit down here, Mrs. Bennon? I don't get any
3: satisfaction That's exactly what
0: I'm going to do. Mrs. Bennon, I know you're upset, but it's quite obvious what happened. She, well, she wrote out a note.
3: Yes, I saw that.
0: Turned on all four burners of the stove, turned on the oven, and bolted the door from the inside. I know she did. Then well, how can you say she didn't attempt suicide?
3: He drove her to it. Mr. the blade, just the same as if he held a gun to her head and pulled the trigger.
0: Who's the blind? Who's that? Her
3: husband. Oh? I warned her. I warned her when she first started to go with him. I told her what would happen, how things would wind up. But do you think she'd listen to me? It was like talking to a stone wall. Well, you see what happened, don't you? You see where she is? Well, I want to have him arrested.
0: There's nothing he can be arrested
3: for. He's ruined her life and he's caused me two years of aggravation. Mm, Then why doesn't she leave him? Hold on, can't you see that? She's afraid to death of him. She's so afraid of him that she'd rather do away with herself. I warned her he'd never amount to anything. I warned her what he'd do to her. All right, I want him arrested.
0: Ah, uh, Mrs. Menon, if you want to make a complaint against Lieutenant King because he wouldn't arrest your son-in-law, you'll have to make the same
3: complaint against me. My complaint goes deeper than that. I told this detective I wanted to prevent him from seeing her in the hospital. I want him to be kept out. And i want him to be kept out of their apartment so she can get her things away from there
0: she's his wife mrs Brennan, there's nothing we can do to keep him from visiting him. oh
3: isn't there and
0: it's his apartment as much as it is hers.
3: i demand that she be protected against him. mrs Brennan,
0: if she wants protection all she has to do is ask for it herself
3: she's in no condition to ask for anything thanks to him
0: has he been over there
3: to the hospital of course he has so concerned for her and carrying on and ask. it's nothing but a lot to make people believe that he cares about what happened to her. <laughs> he doesn't care he doesn't know a thing about her. I saw what he was doing when I got there. There's another thing I'd like to know. Why did you have to go out of your way to find him? And I had to find out about his roundabout. I'm her mother, after all.
0: Well, if the detectives hadn't been able to get in touch with Mr. Campton, they'd probably notified you.
3: I'm the one who should have been notified in the first place.
0: The husband is considered the next of kin. Well,
3: where did you get that information? I never heard
2: of it. It's the law.
3: It surely should apply in this case. You know what he did? Instead of calling me himself on the telephone, he had some girl in his office call, a stranger, calling him to tell me my baby was involved
0: Well, he probably wanted to get right over there himself. The
3: man should have had the decency
0: to call me himself. That's just Well, I'll tell you, Mrs. Benham, it seems to me the detectives handle everything in a correct manner. No. I can't tell you not to make a complaint, but I think you'll only be wasting your time and theirs and, well, a lot of other people's time if you do.
3: All right. That's all the satisfaction I'm
0: going to get? I don't think you'll get more anyplace else, Mrs. I'll be at the hospital
3: in case you change your mind.
0: I've nothing to change my mind about, Mrs. Bennon. Well, we'll see about that.
3: Goodbye.
0: Goodbye, Mrs. Bennon. Sergeant, I'm going upstairs to the oh, detective. Oh, Captain. Yeah. Uh, Vitali came in with the husband of that Mrs. Canton a few minutes ago. Did he? Yes, he took him upstairs. From what I understand, it's lucky he and his mother-in-law missed each other around here. Yes. Yes, it is. Hello, Captain. Hello? Hi, sir. Hello, Captain. Hello, Lieutenant King, this office? Yes, he's in there. Yes. Captain Clonan. Hi, man. How much? Captain. Captain Cronin, Mr. William Campton. Mr. Campton. Hello. Sit down, Captain. Hi. I just met your mother-in-law, Mr. Campton. Oh, yeah? Then you can understand what's been going on. I met her, too, Captain. So she told me,
1: man. We had quite a session. Doesn't seem very fond of you, Bill. Oh, that's the understatement of the year. She thinks I'm the worst thing that ever came into her life. When Louise and I got married, it was the tragedy of the century. Well, what's the story, Bill. Now there's no story. You've got an idea what made her turn on the gas, haven't you? Well, she's been threatening to do it for a year. I never believed her. I didn't think she meant it. This note sounds like she meant it. Bill, darling, I'm sorry. I love you too much. I can't be without you. Please forgive me. Can I see that, please? Sure. That's her writing, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it's uh, her writing. What does she mean, I can't be without you? Well, we, uh... We had a fight last night. What about? What do you think about? About her mother. Must have been some fight. Yeah, it was. You told her you were going to leave her. Yeah, I... Look, Lieutenant, I'm nuts about her. I really am. You can see that, can't you? Can't you, Captain? Well, then why did you say you wanted to leave her? You got no idea what I've been through the last two years. That old lady has been making our lives miserable. She keeps telling Louise that she's got no business being married to a guy like me. She says I'm nothing. A lousy salesman that just barely got through high school. She says Louise is entitled to a lot more. The old lady kept interfering in our lives. She was always wanting to give her things, furniture and money and clothes. That sounds pretty generous. Oh, there wasn't anything generous about it. She just did it to show me up. Every time she gave Louise something, there was a a moral that went with it. Now, your husband should be doing this for you, she'd say. But look, your mother has to do it. Now, what kind of a husband is that? She was just trying to break us up, that's all. I, I don't call that generous. Uh, well, what did you do
0: specifically, then, try to break you up?
1: Everything. Everything she could think of. I'd tell Louise not to take anything from her. And then she'd come around and give Louise $20 or $50 or whatever it was. And she'd say, don't tell Bill about this. Go out and spend it. Have a good time. Have lunch at a nice place. Take one of your girlfriends. Go buy something for yourself. Well, this went on and on and on. And I was getting pretty sore about it. I was getting sore because the old lady was becoming like a, like a stone wall between Louise and me. You know, she'd tell Louise to lie to me. You know, lie to me about where she got a new dress or a new sweater or something. And finally I said, look, honey, you've got to make a choice. Either be a wife to me or go home to Mama. So she said she'd be a wife to me.
0: That was good, wasn't
1: it? Well, I thought it was going to be all right until I got out of the army. Well, when was that? In September. The old lady wanted to set us up in class. Well, I didn't want to be set up in class. I wanted to make my own way. So I said to Louise, look, baby, we've got to look around for a place we can afford. Well, you saw what we could afford. Yeah, I saw. I mean, Louise was okay about it. I mean, she wasn't tickled to death that we had to move into a place like that, but she knew it was within the limits and things would get better. Louise understands that, but her mother... She thought it was a rat hole. Now, she couldn't see her daughter living there, so things got worse with her whispering into Louise's ear. They got worse and worse and worse. Louise and I were having a fight almost every night. It got so I... Well, I hated to come home. What happened last night? Uh, That was the payoff. I got home, and Louise told me she'd been with her mother that day. So right away, I smelled something was cooking. I said, what does she want? Louise told me her mother said that we should come live with her. She said she's got a big apartment, she's got plenty of room, and that her daughter has no business living in a a rat hole like this. Was that the cause of the big fight? No, that was only part of it. Her mother is leaving for Florida for a month, see? So she wants Louise to come with her. Yeah, leave me here in New York and go to Florida. All expenses paid. I said, honey, nothing doing. I mean, this has been going on for almost two years, almost since we were married, things like this. And once I went to the old lady and I said, please, Leave Louise alone. You're running her nuts. And you know what the old lady said? No. What? The old lady said that she would pay for the psychiatrist. Now, how do you like that? It's all right for her daughter to go nuts as long as she goes to a Park Avenue psychiatrist. You had this fight last night. Yeah, but we patched things up as good as they could be patched up before we went to bed. She said she'd do whatever I wanted her to do. And then she started again this morning and as soon as she started i said honey i've had it i mean i love you but i can't take this anymore i'm through this is it goodbye and i went out the door well i guess that was a mistake i should have realized the mental condition she's been in you know she's really had it rough getting pulled from both ends like that i made it a little bit too final i went a little bit too far i guess sure looks like you did bill Oh, I'm sorry. You don't know how sorry I am. If there's anything I can do to make it up to her, I'm going to do it. You can count on that.
0: You're just lucky we got there in time.
1: Oh, don't I know it, and I appreciate it. You know, the doctor over at the hospital told me she wouldn't have had a chance if it weren't for the uh, emergency squad. Not only the emergency squad, but all you fellas. It was
0: really great, and I appreciate it.
1: Right.
0: What are you going to do when she gets out of the hospital? Start fighting all over again?
1: Well, not if I can help it, but I've just got to get this settled. I I don't know how I'm going to do it, but I've got to get it settled. I... You got any ideas? No, not me. My specialty is
0: thieves. mothers in law a little bit out of my line. After Bill Campton left to return to the hospital for another visit with his wife, I remained in Lieutenant King's office for a while. We went over several applications for pistol license renewals in the precinct each of which must be investigated by both the precinct commander and the detective squad commander. We discussed our independent findings in each case. When I returned downstairs, it was nearly time to turn out the platoon for the 4-12 tour. As I came into the back room, Sergeant Lyons, who had supervised patrol during the tour, had the men lined up for inspection. As I walked out into the muster room, I saw the front door of the station house open. Inside came the crew of sector car number two. With Mikado was Bill Campton. A few steps in back was his mother-in-law, Mrs. Benning, with Polis. I
3: want him locked up. I want him locked up so he'll never do a thing like that again. Look,
0: it'd be a pleasure if it would keep you away from me. All him. right, folks, well, Step up to the desk, will you? Mercado. Yes, Captain. What have you got here? What's
3: the trouble? I told you he was trying to kill me.
0: We answered the call, Captain. A disturbance at the main reception desk at Beth David Hospital. That's
3: what I tried him with. He's right trying now. to kill me.
0: Let the officer tell me the story, lady. Uh, she's making the arrest, Sergeant.
3: We didn't see it you want him arrested
0: later? i certainly do she's his mother-in-law captain yes yes i know
3: well captain i told you he was a murderer You didn't take my word for it he struck me with his fist
0: is that right though Yep, that's right you said you wanted to get it settled Do you think this settles it? It Captain, I saw Louise again. Her mother had been there talking to her.
3: Of course i have been there talking to her. She's my daughter, isn't she? She's
1: my wife. All right, folks, take it easy.
3: Florida isn't far enough. She wants to take her to Europe now. And Louise
1: wants to go. It will do her good. That's not what she told me. what we decided. No, it's what you decided. And I decided that she wants to stay here and she agrees with me.
0: Mrs. Brennan, you sure you want to have him arrested?
1: I
3: most certainly do.
0: What effect do you think it'll have on your daughter, arresting her husband? He's in a pretty bad mental state
3: right now. Well, he hasn't offered to apologize. I don't want to be unreasonable.
1: Well, I don't see why not. It's a perfectly natural condition. Oh, well. Oh, that's all right, Captain. Let her arrest me. It's worth it. I haven't felt this good in a year.
0: Go ahead, Sergeant. Book him. 21st Precinct, Sergeant Waters. Hey, what? How old is he? He beat up badly?
2: James Gregory in the role of Captain Cronin, Ken Lynch as Lieutenant King, Harold Stone as Sergeant Waters. Featured in tonight's cast were Martha Greenhouse, William Redfield, Abby Lewis, Bill Quinn, and Ralph Camargo. 21st Precinct is written and produced by Stanley Niss, Art Hannah speaking.